0: Hi everybody! Welcome to this week's family conversation. Uh, what we've been doing over the last couple weeks is just having somebody in from the community that we're profiling this week. And this week it's Tim and Charlotte's community. And so we have Oliver here in the garage studio. So Oliver, tell us about yourself. How did you end up at Every Nation? Hey everybody! Yeah, I I came to Every Nation like I think
1: just about a year ago. I'm part of part of Tim and Charlotte's group, obviously. And uh, Tim introduced me to the church. And we, yeah, we we uh, I was a part of Tim's. Uh, Bible City Group for a good amount of time, and then eventually I branched off, and then we have our own Bible City Group now based in Ladner. So mm. that's kind of how things have been working. Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. Tim, multiplying disciples. He is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is your chance to tell us how you all feel about Tim. So, <laughs> no, great guy. Yeah, great guy. <laughs> okay, that's the right answer. So something I've noticed about you Oliver is yep. uh, is that you're like a huge keener. <laughs> yes. I am. And uh, you joined the river. church. Joined the church like a year ago, and yeah. then you're just at everything like. I think you're there at 7am every every time you know, to set That's up or it thing. seems like, yeah. and then you seem to be in all these community groups yeah. and all these D groups. And then you magically appeared in my transformations group this, <laughs> That's right. this last time. I'm like, Oh, hi, Oliver. I guess you're in my group. Great. You're yeah. here too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was this huge keynote and it's really appreciated. Like it's, yeah. it's been inspiring mm-hmm. and I don't know, just something I've noticed about you. Cool. Yeah. No, I've, 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 been doing
1: a lot of things, like, especially before this whole COVID thing has been happening. Like I've just been like constantly yeah. like night after night, like it's, it's like it's seven o'clock to four 30 at work and then activity in the evening yeah so it's small groups yeah small groups and like other groups i'm doing and just like you know sound practice and like all this other stuff just giving back it's like question
0: myself like should i be doing this (laughs) well so that's interesting then so then what um obviously none of that stuff exists or at least in the same way that it did yeah so what has that done for somebody that is a keener wants to be at everything with i think i don't know i've just really appreciated your heart but yeah as that's as those things have dissipated, mm-hmm. what has that caused? I can imagine that being an tension filled thing for you. Oh man, you know it's been. T- it, well, at
1: first, actually, I feel I I thought like this is going to be nice. I'm not going to have to do that much, and everything was like, okay, we'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you know, it came to the point where I was like, no, I like doing these things. Like this is this is, <laughs> this is something like it keeps me going. Like it gives sure. me the energy. Sure, like, yeah. I just loved it. Like it wasn't something I. I, and it's obviously just being with people and just having to do things. And like, I just felt good. Like, you know, I'm like building God's kingdom here, right? And I'm just mm-hmm. going forward. But like, that's all I was doing in that sense. But I was just, all I was doing was just like activities and what else, Like, you know, work to. So yeah. Did the busyness have a downside then? It, it did because at first, I mean, like, for, like, starting that routine, it was like really good. And I'm just like, oh, I'm doing so many good things. This is awesome. Came to the point though where you're just like so tired. And you're just like, man, like, what am I doing all these things for? But, you know, you're just like, no, I got to keep going. Like, this is what I got to do. Right. And, um, yeah, eventually I just realized, like, I'm just tired. Yeah. Yeah. It was just really exhausting. What do you
0: think that it, what did it, what did it What did it block? You know, what, what are the things that it's...
1: Well, you know, I, I just, it really, like, for example, like, I just did not spend, like, quality time, like, doing things for myself or, like, even, like, spending time with God, for an example. Like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't, like, a thing. It was... It was like, I'm doing these good things, and that, like, to me was enough, you know, I'd have my mm. little time at night before I go to bed, but it wasn't, like, quality time. It was just, like, you know, for me, like, the basis was these activities.
0: Which is, yeah, I, what it makes me think of is that your, activity is not a guarantee of a healthy heart.
1: It's not. And you, you could know.
0: be doing all these different things, yeah. but we all know the difference between um, activity as a way of, like, maybe masking what's yes. going on in our heart, or... uh like it could act, it can actually be really distracting from the main point right Yeah. Is, so is that I don't want to put words in your mouth but is that something you've experienced no
1: 100% and you know I, I realized too like it has been like something I've been using to mask other things in my life like now that I have this time I realize you know things come up like to process or something that make me feel really uncomfortable. And I'm just like, no, I would then, and not having these things to do, like constantly keeping myself, busy, I'm actually dealing with them now. Yeah. It's just like, Oh no, like why? <laughs> I can't distract myself. Yeah, I can't ministry. distract myself anymore. It's just like, they're, they're right in front of me. It kind of brings me to like that whole point of like David, right? Like he, like, in a different sense, like, he w- he didn't have the coronavirus in that time, but, like, <laughs> it was, like, he, when he did this thing with Bathsheba, right, he fell into sin. Like, this king, and he was, like, a man, a man after God's own heart, right? I just always think about that. I'm like, man, how did he slip? The kings are doing all the right things. Yeah, they're all he's doing the right king. things, you know? And it's like he's always told, you know, he's always told the guy is after God's own heart. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, this guy's a legit guy. But you see him slip, you know, just like any of us can. And And, like, Nathan comes to him and, like, confronts him with the sin. And it's just like, yo, this is what you did. And like, you got to confess. And I felt the similar thing. Like I was just doing all these things and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, now I'm confronted with this and I'm confronted with a lot of other things. And I'm like, you know, I have to confess to these things, but I also have to process these things too. Right. And like, just like David, like he, he, you know, he had to, he went to, he went to God and just confessed. He was just like, he was sorry. Yeah. And I felt the same like heart. And I mean, that comes. Yeah.
0: So it's like, uh. Covid nineteen was your Nathan. That, that's exactly. Covid nineteen was my Nathan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I. Yeah. It's, it's 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 that unhealthy heart, that low lying thing. Yeah. That it's 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 actually amazing to. It's amazing to see how. Quickly s- sin actually slips in to. Um, activity d- is no guarantee of like a of um, an affection for God. No. And it's. It can be like activity is not the enemy, sure. but it's also not the solution. And so, if if we don't have an if if we're not doing those things out of an of an affection, other affections really tend to creep in. Yeah, I find. And so, I, I don't know. Um, wh- what has this realization sort of done for you in this time? Like, how has it been a how has it been a gift?
1: You know, it's 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 softened my heart like hundred percent. Like, it's really it's yeah. really stripped me of all these things, and it really has like it hurt. I tell you like it hurt for the first while because it's like you know this is what you it's just like you can't control it like you I, I can't like control now doing anything else with my activities so it's mm. really just brought me to the point and at first like the first few weeks I was like what is, what's going on like I just feel like there's this pain in my heart but it really I realized God was softening my heart during mm. this time it was just like this pain was actually like doing me good and I just didn't realize it till like a certain point where like my heart was soft and I just felt Oh man, I just missed the complete point of this. So it's really brought me. Yeah.
0: Softening hearts, I think <laughs> it's, it's a not common, a fun experience, is no. it?
1: It's
0: like, a, it's like a potato masher or something. Yeah, like something like that. It yeah. seems. It seems to me that God really goes to great lengths to soften our hearts. Does he? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I don't know why would you? Why do you think that is? Like okay, so perhaps people don't find themselves in the exact same shoes as you. Sure. Uh, it's not really about that. Whether no. you find yourself busy or not busy. Sure. Whether you find yourself. Eff- you know really affected by the state of the world or yeah. things feel normal or whatever uh i think that um i think we can all resonate with this idea that uh sometimes the kingdoms that we build mm-hmm. be it religious activity be it rebellion like the opposite you know of whatever it is that you were doing like be it I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Like nobody controls me. I'm not going to serve like but we all, eventually our kingdoms whether they're religious or rebellious all come crumbling down. Mm-hmm. And it seems as like you're 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 describing the crumbling of your uh, you know of my kingdom of your little religious yes. kingdom that was mostly a distraction exactly. from the wickedness of your own heart no that's offense right. no <laughs> sure. i only say it's that because truth. i'm guilty of the yeah. exact same thing yeah. i find i find religious religious activity to be one of the most helpful things mm-hmm. for not confronting the wickedness of my, my oh, own heart yes. yeah. it works way, it works wonders it does because you just look and go well look at these things i've done right. my heart can't possibly right. be evil yeah. and then i find my <laughs> yeah then right. i find my affections slip and um And so, yeah, I think we can all resonate with this idea that God goes to great lengths to soften our hearts, which to me is just kind of another way of seeing our kingdoms crumbling. Why do you think, why do you, if you were to tell our church, Mm. you know, uh, if, for those of you that, for those of you, for those of us that resonate with a heart softening Mm. in this time going, I feel beat up. My kingdom, my kingdom feels like it's crumbling a little bit, um, Maybe some of us feel as though there's a bit of a why God, and there's probably a week or two in there that you've described in your blurb It's just like, why is this happening? Yeah. Why are these relationships difficult? Why does my mm-hmm. um, Why would a loving God mm-hmm. be so determined to soften our hearts well what I've,
1: what I've come to is that it's humility mm-hmm. it really is it's, God is so desperate for us like he'll, come to, he'll, he'll bring us down to that point of to humble us. And then make us realize and help us to see, like, it's it's the relationship aspect of this. It's mm. not the good works you can do. Mm. You can do as many good things as you want, but really it's the relationship aspect. And mm. I think the softening, is just, it's it, it, it's about humility. Mm. Like, it really, we need humility. It's the basis
0: of our relationships. Mm. It is. I, I would agree with you. I, I care a ton about humility. And yeah. I think I, I'm deeply fascinated by yeah. the concept of humility. Philippians 2 is yeah. my favorite. If you, if you guys want a Bible verse to look up, I, <laughs> Philippians 2 is from, from my favorite chapter. In the whole Bible, Mm -hmm. and I find it so intriguing that uh, God seems to make the whole plan humility somehow. Totally, and I find it pretty insulting. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's not my. Sometimes it's not my favorite plan. No, but would you? So, so the big question (laughs) then for you, for 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 you then is like, is it worth it? Is the humbling of your heart like what? What have you gained from it? What is 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 the softening of your heart worth it for those who are wrestling in that place with whether it is or or not?
1: It it is. It, It really, you know, as much as like this good feeling you can have like being busy or whatever mm-hmm. it really brings you to like a real rest and like mm-hmm. you just really feel yourself like being more at peace and like mm-hmm. rest enjoying things like you're more grateful in general like you mm-hmm. just realize like oh my goodness I have so much like and God says he's been doing like good things like it does suck for the, <laughs> uh, the time that it hurts but really in the end it's like oh you know what I'm, I have so much here and like God's really showing me like I'm blessed and yeah. like, I just can actually like focus now on like, whoa, I can actually spend time with God, like alone, like not having to do other things and just having this little part at night, but it's good. I like it. And so I, I just feel we, we got to stop being proud. <laughs> we, just have to, we have to be humble. Like, it just, and this is like, and it, it's, it's easy enough to say, but like, this is what will do it. Like something like coronavirus, I guess. And it's something that we
0: need. God works in mysterious yeah. ways, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Oliver, I really appreciate your insights. And I think sure. that, uh, I think you are a really humble guy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the way that you serve our church is really exemplary. And it's evident to, I, I know to a lot of people seeing you do it. It's really encouraged me. So I I don't want to belittle okay. all the things that you do. Sure. Because I've found them to be super encouraging. And yes. uh, and I think you've executed yourself in our church for the short time that you've been around <laughs> mm-hmm. with a ton of humility and uh, and. Um, uh, it, it it humble hearts really are the building blocks of communities and relationships, mm-hmm. and so I appreciate your transparency with mm-hmm. what's really going on inside your heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny how I think I think that sometimes um, when people have a realization about themselves, like, mm-hmm. wow, I feel proud and humble, the people that hear that go really? I kind of pegged you for a pretty humble person off the top. Like, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but uh, yeah, yeah, people, people, you tend, to... people tend to go, man, I'm just, you know, the most generous people in the whole world, for instance, are yeah. being like, you know what? I feel really greedy right now. And you look at them going, oh my goodness, like <laughs> I would call you generous, but it's just because it's so that's the call on their life. Yeah. Like their call on their life is to be generous. So any ounce of greed just, just goes, ah, yeah. you know? And so for you, I think that you have an extremely humble servant heart and any ounce of pride or striving or doing it for yourself probably bubbles up in a way that's more palpable than most because that's probably what you've been called to. So I don't know as an encouragement, it's encouraging. but uh, I'd love to just pray for you as awesome. you go. Let's do that. Um, Father, thank you for Oliver and for his transparency and all you've been doing in this season. And I just ask that you would teach him uh, what it means to be a humble man who uh, has open, open hands, Uh, To receive what you would have. And Father, I pray that what you give him most is an intimate relationship with you, one that brings peace and one that finds his rest in you. Uh, And Father, I pray that you would turn all of his servant heartedness and acts of service, when all those (laughs) things get rolling again, God willing, Um, (laughs) I I pray that you would turn those into expressions of his affection for you and nothing more. That they Um, would just be, that they would just be. An overflow of the humility that you've that you've given him as a gift, uh, and that he would imitate your humility uh, in his in his service because he just loves others so well. So I pray that that would be his calling card as as a, as a child of God, and I um, I ask that you'd use him to build your kingdom. I'd ask him that you use him in ways to bless our church even more than you already have, and would you comfort him in this time? And thank you for for calling him out on uh, <laughs> on his pride. And I pray that you would meet it with your grace and with your presence. And thank you for his vulnerability and the way that it blesses us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thanks for being here. This was fun. Yeah, thanks, yeah. man. We <laughs> allowed to do that. Yeah, I think so. I right? think so. Phase, <laughs> it's, it's phase two. Phase, phase two, two fist bump. I don't know what the phases mean. Oh. <laughs>